You're laying in bed, tossing and turning, trying to go to sleep. You roll over, check the clock. Ugh, 3 a.m. already. You've been trying to go to sleep for what feels like ages now. You set your phone back down, stare at the ceiling when you hear a creak at the foot of your bed. You look up and see it. Or him. It's long and lean and gangly with fingers that seem to go on for ages and two black pitches where its eyes should be and it stares at you with its mouth agape seemingly almost in a grimace or is it a smile you don't know if you're asleep or awake but all you know is that you're frozen in bed and that's when you remember wasn't that what they were talking about and what was it like 2003 that that thing what was it the the rake no it can't be but there it is staring at you waiting for you to close your eyes so it can get closer and eventually you do close your eyes you can only stay awake for so long the next morning you wake up not knowing how you got there or whatever happened but you're just glad you woke up. And that, my friends, is why we don't look in the trees. Well, hello, my fine forest friends. Long time no talk. I'm your host, Abby, and I am so excited to finally be bringing you this episode, the long-awaited very highly requested episode, The Rake. So, to get started on this episode, I wanted to kind of give you a little bit of the history and what I can kind of gather up about The Rake, or what used to be just called demons. So one of the things that kind of makes The Rake The Rake is it seems to really kind of target sleeping people, which is both, I guess, a good thing and a bad thing. And one of the scarier aspects of the rake is there's nothing that you can do to really deter it or make it go away. If it is determined to appear, it will appear. There's nothing you can do, nothing you can do to kill it, defend yourself from it. It is known to be a bit aggressive. However, it doesn't seem like it wants to kill, most likely disturb and kind of feed off of energies. So a lot of people claim that the rake is a new quote-unquote creation. It started as a creepypasta in about 2003. However, that just was the name the rake. There are creatures similar to the rake that have shown up as long as humans have been around. I found some interesting bits and tidbits and I'm going to post the pictures of them on the podcast. One of the more interesting and almost silly versions I've seen is an unnamed creature, but it is from about 735, it looks like, and is a man, a naked man, with almost heel spurs that has no neck. And I'm going to post this on the podcast. You guys really need to go check it out. The podcast Instagram, that is. And it is from a manuscript that was written in Rome. And it also contained a map of the world, which I just thought was fascinating. There are some other monsters that were attached with it, 
And another one that I found that was also really similar to the rake that we're talking about is the, um, it's Greek again, the Kabalos, which was a shape-shifting, tricking creature that was fond of frightening mortals. Who else does that sound like? That sounds like the rake. It was known to heckle and harass humans in the name of its, the god Dionysus. And I'll attach some pictures on the podcast Instagram as well. But again, it's gray, almost kind of demonic looking, sharp teeth, vacant eyes, all things that we're seeing here in the rake again. So all throughout history, we're seeing these things that are very similar appearing in stories, in warnings, very similar to the rake, which is always kind of my point whenever we're talking about these quote-unquote monsters. No one has ever come up with an original idea. All of these things have been cycled, have been told before. They're just being renamed and reprocessed. And when I'm talking about these things, it's like, oh, you're crazy, you're crazy. But we have all of these written records, these stories, these cave paintings of these things that we can't explain showing up over and over and over again just with different names, with different origin stories, but they're all doing the same things, affecting people the same way. Which is why I am encouraging everybody to be wary and to be aware of these things, because we don't want to make mistakes, and to not be aware, and to not be protected in whichever way we can. I also found some stories that I'm going to be reading here in just a bit. However, I did find... A monster that I haven't heard of and I want to do a little bit more digging into, so a little bit of a, a glimpse into what I'm going to be covering later, but it's the Wachug, and it's, it's similar to the Wendigo in a way that it is or was a human that became possessed by a spirit of need and want and hunger, but it is in the western portion of Canada. And I just thought that was fascinating that no one talks about the Wachug, but we all talk about the Wendigo. So I'm going to be interested to dig into that. So look forward to a podcast episode just dedicated to that and more of a deep dive into that. Another creature I found that was strikingly similar to the rake is El Cusi, or Coco, which reminds me of Momo, that creepy thing that was trending, like, what was it, five years ago now? except this is a Latino spirit, and again, gray skin, except this one has, depending on the legend, it has either red glowing eyes or black eyes, taut skin, a gaping mouth, sharp teeth, that is known to haunt the nightmares of especially children, and it has a notoriously sharp tongue. Again, that's El Cusi or Coco. And again, I'll attach photos, all of this on the podcast Instagram. So you can see the side-by-side comparisons of all of these creatures and how every everything overlaps each other. And we have all of these similarities. So now, my friends, my fine, fine forest friends, let's dig into the snippets of rake encounters that I found. So one of the earliest encounters I found was dating back to the 15th century, 
by someone just referred to as the Mariner. The Mariner says, He came to me in my sleep. From the foot of my bed I felt a sensation. He took everything. We must return to England. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. The rake. The name came up. The rake called itself the rake. We don't know what happened. We don't know if they did turn around. But that makes us wonder, when did the rake come? Has it been here since 1583, like we saw in that very, very early medieval manuscript drawing? Is that what they're referring to in that manuscript? In the 1880s, a Spanish journal was found who also referenced the rake. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I see his eyes when I close mine. They are hollow. Black. They saw me and they pierced me. His wet hand. I will not sleep. His voice. And here the text trails off and becomes illegible. So the next written encounter is in the 1860s. The world is changing, televisions are becoming commonplace, and this man writes about the rake before he eventually unalives himself. This writing, this snippet of his writing, comes from 1964. As I prepare to take my life, I feel it necessary to assuage any guilt or pain I have introduced through this act. It is not the fault of anyone other than him. For once I awoke and felt his presence, and once I awoke and saw his form, once again I awoke and heard his voice, and I looked into his eyes. I cannot sleep without fear of what I might next awake to experience. I cannot ever wake. Goodbye. He also wrote, Dearest Lenny, I have prayed for you. He spoke your name. He then goes on to write about the overwhelming terror that surrounds and the fact all of these accounts happen when they are sleeping or in bed. It seems that the rake in these accounts is skittish, almost like a scared dog. But everyone says that they are revolted, terrified, frightened. Another account comes from a woman who was hiking in 2006 in Niagara Falls. This is her story. At about 4 a.m., I woke up thinking my husband had gotten up to use the restroom. I used the moment to steal back the sheets, only to wake him in the process. After adjusting to the dark for half a second, I was able to see what caused the strange reaction. At the foot of the bed, sitting facing away from us, there was what appeared to be a naked man, or a large hairless dog of some sort. Its body position was disturbing and unnatural, as if it had been hit by a car or something. The creature then placed its hand on his knee and ran into the hallway, leading to the kids' room. When I got to the hallway, the light from the bedroom was enough to see it crouching, hunched over about 20 feet away. He turned around and looked directly at me, covered in blood. The creature ran down the stairs while my husband and I rushed to help our daughter. She was very badly injured and spoke only once more in her short life. She said, He is the rake. They then rushed their daughter to the hospital. They crashed the car and they both died. They being the husband and the daughter. 
The woman was deemed crazy. The community did nothing to help. She was a widow in grieving and hysterics. I found a story from a woman named Donna next. This sighting comes from recently, the 22nd of March in 2022, in Queensland, Australia, in Binabura on the Gold Coast. I'm a 52-year-old level-headed medical scientist from Brisbane, and I had a very strange experience while hiking at Binabura in the Gold Coast hinterland of Queensland, Australia. At about 1 p.m. on Tuesday, the 22nd of March, 2022, my friend was behind me as the trail was only wide enough to comfortably hike single file. About 25 to 30 meters ahead, I saw movement out of the corner of my eye, and I thought a man was wearing a white t-shirt. I looked up again to see he was still there, and I focused on it directly. I could see what looked like a skinny, bald, hairless, very pale man with long, thin arms leaning on a tree stump. Using his arms to prop himself up, looking up at the path. I saw it turn its head towards us, then quickly pull back out of view when it noticed us looking at it. I was stunned because I didn't see any facial features. My friend said he saw the look of shock on my face and thought I must have seen a snake. I told him what I'd seen, and thinking it must have been some kind of half-naked derelict hanging out in the bush, we walked up to the place where I'd seen it. There was nothing. It would have only taken us about 15 seconds to get there. There was no way it could have run off into the bush without us hearing it. It either quickly climbed up a tree into the canopy via the large tree that was next to the stump, or it disappeared. I checked behind the tree, and I walked about a meter and a half off the path. Nothing. The fact that that happened less than a month ago from the recording date of this podcast is just kind of wild. A couple of you have reported seeing the rake of it showing up in your beds, in your home, on your property. And I wish I could give you advice on how to stay safe, my fine forest friends. But unfortunately, I cannot. All I can do is wish you sweet dreams and to stay safe. I've been Abby, and you've been warned. Don't look in the trees, or at the foot of your bed, or down the hallway, or apparently six feet up the trail. Doodles.